Hello and welcome to the Have I Ever Loved Myself podcast, a safe space to talk about the struggles of living a single life, dealing with loneliness, self-esteem issues, self-worth, and all things healing journey. My name is Maria and let's get started. So today we're going to talk about 10 things that we all do on our healing journey that do not benefit us. And I just want to preface this by saying that if you've done any of those things, it's totally fine. We are not robots, we're human, we make mistakes, we make impulsive decisions, and healing is tough. It's not easy. It requires a lot of discipline, it requires a lot of planning, it requires a lot of self-work and a lot of courage because you're looking deep within yourself. You are facing all these uncomfortable and scary emotions and experiences. So it's okay if sometimes you slip and make mistakes. I just want to say that if you've done any of those things, there is absolutely no judgment. But obviously, we want to work towards having self-awareness where we have a little bit of time to think between the impulse and our reaction, right? Uh, because this is how we make ourselves happy, by raising self-awareness and by not succumbing to our instincts 100% of the time, right? And with time, you're going to get better and better at it because you're going you're gonna to learn what your triggers are. You're going to learn to not put yourself in a triggering situation. You're going to learn to control yourself better and things just going to improve. But again, if you've done any of those things, I've done them too. So it's totally fine. The first thing that we all do in our healing journey is we, want, we miss our exes and we want to call them and we want to contact them. And sometimes we do. And again, this is totally fine because this is a person who at some point was making you very happy. We are used to having them around. It's hard because breaking habits is hard, right? And by removing someone from our lives, we are breaking a habit because we're used to having them in our life. We're used to relying on that person. We are used to the fact that this person is providing certain experiences for us. So it's okay to want to call them and call them, but, but it does not benefit you because you're clinging onto the past and you're prolonging your misery. It prevents you from getting over them. It prevents you from getting closure. It prevents you from moving on because maybe potentially you are still hoping to get back together. Or it's like you're looking for an easy fix and because you don't want to be lonely, but in the long term, it doesn't benefit you because you're not actually healing. You're clinging on to the past. And if you want to know more about this, I have a podcast episode about how why you shouldn't be friends with your ex. So if you're interested, I put, I'll put it in the show notes and you can listen to that as well. I give you a lot more reasons to not contact your ex. The second thing that we do, we all do in our healing journey that does not benefit us is rebound into another relationship. I know it's super tempting to jump into something new uh, when you feel lonely, but often we pick people that are not the best for us. We pick people that are there, that provide this temporary relief, that make us forget how lonely we are. But ultimately, if it's not the right person and if you're jumping into it too quickly without fixing yourself first, it's not gonna benefit you because the void that you feel outside of a relationship, the loneliness that you feel, you should be able to deal with that on your own because I always say that outsourcing your happiness to other people does not benefit you. Yes, this person might fix your loneliness, but when or if they're gone, it's going to come back. And ideally, we want to build that foundation where you feel good on your own and you are entering a relationship from a place of abundance because this person complements your life, because this person person brings something new. 
and it make they make it better as opposed to we just want to fill up our free time. So we've all done that, obviously, because sometimes when I was going through a hard breakup, I physically could not be alone because it hurts so much. So obviously, obviously that happens. But ideally, you would want to be intentionally single to learn to deal with your loneliness and with your emotions and to learn what you truly like and build a great life for yourself before you enter into something new. It's okay to not want anything serious, but ideally it doesn't come from a place of loneliness. If this is what you truly want, that's fine, but not because you physically need it to feel better. Another thing that we all do on our healing journey that does not benefit us is seeking revenge or holding grudges. I know it's very tempting, especially if you're not, you were not treated well in your previous relationship. It's very, very tempting to want to mess with your ex. It's okay to be angry. It's okay. It's okay to feel revengeful. It's okay to not want them to be okay too, right? We all, we all feel this way. But I always say that the best revenge is you taking care of yourself and showing yourself, proving to yourself, first of all, that you can be happy without them. Working on yourself and growing from this experience is the best revenge. Is the be first of all, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. And second of all, it's the best revenge you can take on anybody. Because seeing you thrive, not cling to the past, and just keep going with your life and keep getting better, this is the ultimate revenge. And this is the best thing you can do for yourself. And holding grudges and holding on to negative emotions, it hurts you, first of all. Not letting go hurts you because you are the one living in this energy of anger, resentment, contempt. You don't want that. You want to surround yourself with positivity, not toxic positivity, but just with the energy of motivation, of growth, of positivity. And you can transform that anger into a great lesson and you can use that energy to grow from it as opposed to wasted trying to get revenge on your ex. Another thing that we all do in our healing journey that does not benefit us is isolating ourselves. There is a fine line between spending some time on your own and being comfortable with it to grow from it and isolating yourself completely. I work with a lot of women who say, I'm just done with dating. I'm just done. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not willing to put myself out there. I don't want to do it. But, and, and I actually encourage people to take breaks to take a break after a breakup on their healing journey and uh, spend some time on their own. But it's not ideal if you are just doing it out of fear. You decide to completely isolate yourself and not talk to anybody. And if you're doing it out of fear and anger, if that energy of I'm taking care of myself and when I'm ready, I'm going to get out there as opposed to the energy of all men suck and I'm so scared to get hurt that I just, I'm just completely isolating. I'm just completely removing myself from the dating market and I'm just not going to deal with it. If that works for you, that works, but that's, that's great. But if deep inside, you know, you're suffering and you want that. And this is just a powerful protection mechanism that you have. There is something to work with here. There is definitely things that you can do to both protect your energy and try to meet new people without completely isolating yourself. Anything, any solution that is black or, black or white, it usually doesn't work. It doesn't have to be at two dates every day. It doesn't even have to be a date every week. But it also doesn't have to be years without talking to anybody because you're scared and you're angry. And deep inside, you want that. 
but you are suppressing this part of yourself. Another thing that we all do in our healing journey that do not benefit us is neglecting self-care and denying yourself our basic needs. I totally understand how hard it is when you're healing, when you're going through a breakup, you just want to be in bed, you don't want to eat, you don't want to exercise, you don't want to talk to anybody, you just don't want to get up. And it's not that you don't want to, sometimes you physically can't, physically cannot. So I understand how hard it is and it was really hard for me as well. But also, I think there is a bit of cognitive reframing that can be done here because you want to get better, right? And for that reason, you need to give your body energy and resources and an opportunity for you to get better. Because if your body is not doing well, the connection between mental and physical is very strong. And if your body is not physically doing well, it's going to take an even worse toll on your mental health when you're already not doing well. I know it can be really hard, but if you think of it from a place of love, say, uh, instead of telling yourself, I'm not going to make myself do anything and this is my self-care, you can reframe it saying, I really want to get better and my body needs to be strong. My body needs to feel nourished and I need to move around a little bit and I need to do a little bit of exercise and I need to drink a lot of water and that will put me in the, it will make me stronger and it will put me in a better mental space. I understand the appeal of like, just like not doing anything, but ultimately true self-love would be doing those things anyway. And it's not making yourself doing something that, because you don't want to. It's understanding that this is necessary to be done because you will benefit from it. Another thing that we all do on social media that does not benefit us, and this, this is number seven, is stalk your ex or their friends on social media. We, we all do this. Even years later, sometimes we do this because curi we are curious, we compare. It's, it's normal. It's perfectly normal. I'm not coming from a place of judgment here. I've done this multiple times. But every time I've done this, I see, I've seen how much worse it makes me feel. Uh, yes, you get this little hit of dopamine because that's how it works. That's why we do this, right? And for a second, you're like, wow, I found something new. I feel connected again. I, I know about their lives. But ultimately, I, I know what they're up to. I'm, I'm a part, it feels like we're part of their lives again. But in reality, we are not. And we just end up hurting ourselves because then you understand that you're actually, they're, they're out there living their life, having new friends, new relationships, what, new job, whatever. And you're not part of it. And you're just getting a glimpse of it. But you don't really, it's not, your, it's not part of your life anymore. And ultimately, it makes you really sad, especially if you see them with another person or having fun without you. Because it's perfectly normal to like, what, to want them to not have fun without you, right? And if you see that, it gives you this like, this dopamine hit for a second and then ultimately makes you feel worse. I understand that it's hard, but, and you don't have to block them, but, but at least mute them. Put a barrier between you wanting to check on them and actually doing it because sometimes it's such an impulse and we cannot control it. But even the fact of having them muted helps so much because it's a barrier. Because now between thought, oh, let me see if they posted something, there is this extra action where you have to search for their profile and go on their profile and then check. And sometimes something this small is enough to not actually do this. And ultimately, when you see how much better it is to just not know, you will want to do these things for yourself and it is going to get easier and easier. And the last thing that we do that does not benefit us on our healing journey is we try to bottle up our emotions and rush the healing process. 
I know it's annoying when it's taking longer than you expected, but grief doesn't work that way, right? It's not linear. You might be improving one day and then there is a setback for, let's say, a week and you've been feeling great and then for a week you feel horrible. And this is just how grief works. Maybe something triggered you, maybe like you did stalk your, your ex on social media and, then you, and you saw something you didn't want to see and it makes you feel so much worse. And then the next couple of days you just feel bad. That's a setback and that's okay. We learn to work with it. We learn to control our impulses. If, if, we, if it's something we could control, we learn to control it. If it's something we cannot control, we just surrender and we accept the fact that this is how grief is. You might be moving through all the stages of grief really fast. And then the next day you are back to, let's say, depression. It doesn't matter if you think the timeline is realistic or it's too long. Believe me, on your healing journey, there will be a lot of moments when you're going to be thinking, it's been over eight months, it's been a year, and I'm still not over them. And it's okay. As long as you're doing things to get better, as long as you're doing everything you can, uh, it's okay. And the more you will try to deny your emotions and deny your feelings, the longer it's going to take. Sometimes you think, oh, it's been six months, I should be fine. Let me just jump back into dating. Let me just do this. Let me... Just ignore this. Let me make plans instead of confronting your feelings. But if you confront your feelings and if you admit what you feel, if you accept it, if you treat it with self-compassion, and if you actually try to work through them, it's going to speed up your healing process. Setting random timelines for you to get better, saying, I give myself a week and after this week I'm going to be fine. It doesn't work like that. You will only be suppressing your emotions and this is how trauma is stored in our bodies because it's not processed. So give yourself all the time and all the opportunity. Don't rush it. Keep, be open to feeling whatever you're feeling. And remember there is no right or wrong when it comes to healing. Anything is okay and anything you do is fine. I know I've talked about a lot of things that are not helping us, but again, if you've done any of them, treat it with self-compassion, it's okay. We just learn from it and we move on, right? Thank you so much for listening. And before we wrap up, I have an exciting announcement to make. I am launching a transformative mentorship program called The Joy of Being Single. This program is specifically designed to empower and support single women in their quest for self-love, fulfillment, and joy. And to celebrate the launch of the program, I am searching for 10 passionate and committed women to be my beta testers. As a beta tester, you'll have the incredible opportunity to receive personalized coaching sessions, access exclusive resources, and be part of a supportive community of like-minded women on the same journey. So if you've been struggling with being single, if you feel lonely, if you don't feel complete, if you feel without a relationship, if you, if you feel unworthy, if you have self-esteem issues, if you want to work on your self-worth, this program will be perfect for you. So I am offering it at a very big discount that will never be available after. So I encourage you to take advantage of that because it's an incredible program and it's going to, our work together is going to be amazing. It's going to transform your life. It's going to transform your perception of yourself. You're going to be a new person, I promise. And if you're interested, hit me up on Instagram or on TikTok or, or book a call with me through my website at haveieverlovedmyself.com. And if we both, if at the end of the call, we both decide you're a good fit because I want to pick people who I can help best. If we both decide you're a good fit, we will start working together and it's going to be amazing. 
Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep embracing your journey, love yourself fiercely, and celebrate every moment of your wonderful single life. Remember, you deserve all the love and happiness that life has to offer. Take care. I'm always here to help you. And see you next time.